ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. It's time for the best after party in the state. This is the Wisconsin College Game Day Post Game Show. Wisconsin College game day rolling on live from Tanners and Middleton. I shouldn't sound so happy. Badgers <laughs> lose tonight. Washington State 17, Wisconsin 14 as the previously ranked. That'll change in a few days. 19th overall in the country. Wisconsin Badgers fall at home tonight. I uh, I am running out of things to say about it. Brad Nortman with me as, as per usual. Brad, uh, are you running out of things to say about it? I am. I am. Only so many ways you can express frustration and pain. And, um, you know, I just, I, I know whatever, and I'm sure Chris can tell us more about this, but whatever we're feeling, the team feels 10 times that. Yeah, you exactly. know, they, they will be the hardest on themselves. As, as we know as former players, it, it hurts 10 times. So all the fans totally. out there feeling pain, trust me, they know. Yeah. They know that to an nth degree. You're, oh, yeah. you're, you're spot on. And I, I will say, since you and I are running out of ways to explain it, it's good news that Chris Orr, now joins us live at Tanner's in Middleton. Uh, Chris still uh, involved with the program very heavily. Uh, linebacker previously with Wisconsin. Has some time in the USFL. Texas guy that got recruited up here as an awesome story. Um, and, and still giving back and, and still doing a lot of stuff at the University of Wisconsin. So he was at the game. He's in the locker room. Chris, I'm just going to give you the floor, I guess, is the best way I can put this. Right? Me yeah. and Brad. Little frustrated, little disappointed, little sad, little depressed. We'll be all right, but a tough loss for Wisconsin this afternoon. Give us your perspective on everything. Yeah, it was definitely a tough loss. Um, you know, any any time that you lose is hard, especially at home. But uh, I think the toughest, probably the best thing, is the fact that you know the way that we lost. You know, um, we, you know, it's you have to find the silver lining. Yeah. You know. There was definitely some good flashes because, I mean, at the end of the day, we dominated the game. Like, mm-hmm. As far as uh, yards, time of possession, third down conversions, like we dominated them. But where we lost the game at was, you know, we gave up over 100 yards and penalties. Uh, we lost a turnover battle. And then we just had a, a few too many explosives defensively. But, you know, you can definitely find uh, the good and the bad in there. You know, it's, it's a good thing that the bad is – things that you can fix they're controllables you know it's penalties or you know ball security um running to the ball on defense whether it was a busted coverage or or whatever the case is you know there are things that you can fix you didn't just go out there and flat out get beat 
No, you, you, you handed the game away, to be honest. Yeah, Chris, obviously, you were a linebacker. Uh, still are, technically. You just got done with yeah. your USFL season. Uh, so tell me about your, your takeaway defensively for the Badgers tonight. It seemed like pretty solid first half. Mm-hmm. Second half got a little dicey, but overall good, I would say. I mean, what, what, what was your evaluation of the Wisconsin defense? Obviously, a lot of yeah. young guys on that defense right. this year. So we can cut them some slack, but right. – uh, tough, tough way to go out tonight. Obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely tough. Um, I think they played pretty well on defense. You know, the the times that they gave up points was, you know, the only time that it was truly on the on the defense was the explosive pass that they had that set them up uh, with first and goal. Outside of that, you know, they got a big return that put them in great field position, mm-hmm. and they got a field goal out of that, and then they scored again after we had the the pick fumble, you know, the the double turnover. Um, but I think for the most part, defensively, they, they played pretty well, to be honest. They weren't just giving up any and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, th- I think there's, a, there's some bright spots for sure. I thought, I thought Graham played well. I thought he played really well. He did. Yes, and even, he did. His, uh, even his stats don't show you know, how well that he played, you know, as far as his uh, completion percentage or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know the number, but I, I just know we had a lot of, like, drops or a batted ball but it wasn't a bad throw like the placement was well it was just some really good defense or whatever the case is yeah no i actually think that's an important point mm-hmm. uh, chris is we we talked about it brad and i in the first hour we thought grant played well right like i, I was impressed with him he threw over 30 passes which is what i've been asking for yeah. you remember last yeah. week that was the big thing i was harping on and uh, it just happened to not be you know enough but uh, i love that i've got two former players with me because you guys have such a unique perspective on everything and brad i'll, I'll turn it back to you uh, on you know just just the overall uh execution i guess would be could be the word i use there right like uh, obviously the penalties are a fundamental flaw that yeah. is that is something where fundamentally it goes wrong right whether it's a holding or a false start or what have you right any penalty is a fundamental flaw and those are things you can fix yep mm-hmm. but ultimately it didn't help you at all tonight mm-hmm. against a team like Washington State. But in terms of execution, Brad, I'm curious uh, how you think the team executed offensively tonight, right? Graham, we, we just said, had a nice game. The wide receivers looked overall okay. There were some drops, mm-hmm. as Chris just alluded to. Uh, the rushing ga- attack, solid. What do you think execution-wise offensively? Well, you know, the irony is, as we talked pregame, if you would have told me defense holds the team to 17 points yeah. and we are saying that Graham Mertz played a solid game, I'd say, shoot, what did we win by, 30? Yeah. Right? I mean, that is exactly what I would have expected. I think that um, I agree. I think defense remains a strong point of the team and they showed that today. Um, I thought Graham took a big step forward. So what do we look at, right? I, I don't feel like we were the dominant, truly dominant running team that we normally are. There, How many times did we watch it? And there were some runs that broke for a little bit longer. But how many times did they stack the box? And a lot. they just kind of like ran it, right? It ran into the offensive line. Not a ton of push from the O-line. Um, it just kind of got muddled up in there, it felt like, right? There wasn't a ton of room to carry. I remember one run from Braylon Allen where he, he almost needed to, like, create it on his own. Yeah. It was almost like a, he fell forward for, like, 12 yards. Yeah, yeah. And it was a hard-fought 12 yards. So it, that would have been the last place that I would have expected us to look at and say, gee, did we really do what we expect to do as Wisconsin football? Mm-hmm. Penalties, turnovers, things that kill you. Special teams. We haven't touched on special teams. Two missed field uh, uh, Well, yeah. one, one missed field goal that, that one plus the a block. Was, uh, was, uh, can yep. we talk about that field goal, Brad? 
Can well, we talk about it? Okay, I think uh, I think I could have made uh, maybe not made it, but I probably could have missed <laughs> less bad than, than that kick, which yeah. is unfortunate. But. Yeah, and and I feel for my specialists, I really I do. Know you and do. um you know, the the second one was was blocked and you don't know if that's a low kick, you know if that's a a protection issue. And yeah, he pushed it, for sure. He pushed it pretty hard. But again, it's one of those things where it seemed like enough bad things happened. Right? Yeah. You, you, you think that some of these things you'd look at and you'd say, well, Wisconsin is just clearly the better team. Mm -hmm. So you could have these things and still win by 10. No problems. Yeah. But so much of it happened to where you look around in the fourth quarter and say, holy cow, we got a game. Mm -hmm. And then anything can happen. So I think that's the main like, p point of frustration is that, it felt like we were the better team. It felt like we deserved to win, should totally. win. But yep. it just like there was enough things that went wrong across the board where it's like, how do we find ourselves in this position all of a sudden? I, I think it's interesting you bring that up, Brad. And Chris, I'll defer to you. I feel like every both of you have been in games, especially at Wisconsin, mm -hmm. where you feel, and it looks like uh, from a fan's perspective like I am, that you were the better team on the field. Oh, yeah. But you still lose the game. Yep. Is, is that a more frustrating loss as a player, right? Like, yeah. for the guys that were on the field tonight, they look like if, if there was no scoreboard, let's just say the scoreboard goes away, I would have told you Wisconsin won the game today. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I sure. straight up, they were the better team for 90% yeah. of it. Yep. So in terms of frustration, like, is it just that much more frustrating knowing you likely played a better game and just those mm -hmm. little things killed you? Yeah, it's always, like, a loss is always frustrating, but it, I think you hit the nail right on the head, like, it's more frustrating when you're just shooting yourself in the foot, yeah. And that somebody didn't just line up and beat you. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can almost live with, oh, like, I don't know, man. They had a beast running back and we could not tackle him. Yeah, Nikia Watson, former Badger. <laughs> Were you teammates with him at all? Yeah, I was team. I helped recruit Nikia here. Really? Oh yeah, man. He's a Texas okay, boy. So, so hold on. So let, let's 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 talk about that for a second. So mm -hmm. he was he your neck of the well? You said Texas, right? Yeah. So you're both he, from he's from Austin. Okay, so not quite mm -hmm. your neck of the woods, but yep. semi close, I guess, in terms of Texas terms. But <laughs> um, so. You helped recruit him here, mm -hmm. and now he returns to Madison today as the mm -hmm. Washington State starting running back. Yep. From your perspective, not a current player, but still involved mm -hmm. with the program, what do you see him trot into the end zone twice tonight? Are you thinking, yeah, I'm happy for the guy? Or are you thinking, oh, that's going to crush us. He, he's, he must be feeling so good right now. It's a, uh, I joked at the pregame, Chris. You'll be happy to hear this. Oh, yeah. I, I called it the Nakia Watson revenge game as a joke. <laughs> But it turned out to be completely true. You spoke true. into existence. I know. I did. It was an what accident. It was an accident. But, but, but to go back to my question on a kid, right. when you're watching him, are you like, ah, are, are you more, yeah, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I mean, it's like a bittersweet yeah, you know, right. relationship. I mean, I'd be happy for him if he was doing this against somebody else. No kidding. Yeah. Definitely wasn't happy for him today. I wanted <laughs> right. him to have a horrible game today. <laughs> I wanted him to rush for negative two, drop a ball, whatever the case was. But, um, you know, any anybody that's come through the program, you know, especially somebody that was your teammate or that you helped recruit or that you formed some type of bond with, you always root for them, you know, even if they transfer, whatever the case is. Just like, you know, Aaron Crookshank, you're going to root for sure. him all year until we play Rutgers. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. But, um, yeah, man, I definitely wasn't rooting for him today. I was, I was mad. I was mad when he was scoring. I was mad when he was getting any type of positive yards just because at the end of the day, I'm a Badger through and through. So, I'm, I'm, I'm a root for you, man. You're still my brother in arms or whatever. I got love for you, but not when you play the Badgers. Not at all. I was not happy. I like his mindset on that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't argue with it. I'd be, in the, I'd be the same way. Now, Chris, you, you played a little bit in the, in the tra right when the transfer portal came into play. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't as big as it is now when, right. when you were wrapped up your collegiate career. Brad, you really didn't see a ton of that, right? Like, no. it was only 10 years ago, but you didn't see a ton of that 
uh, when you were wrapping up your college career in the transfer portal, uh, it's just crazy how quickly college football has evolved. Oh, like, yeah. Just to put it in perspective, given the two guys sitting next to me, we're talking about Nakia Watson, former Badger, who transferred to Washington State and then ran all over the Badgers today. I should say ran all over, but he had a good game. Um, and transferring happened. But not to the level it does now when you played. It's just crazy. No, it didn't. I mean, you were punished for transferring. You lost a whole year of yeah. eligibility back yeah. in the day. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, unless you did the graduate portal. Right. But when J.J. Watt transferred from Central Michigan to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. dude sat out for a full yeah. year. I honestly think painful for him. I honestly think it was one of the things that fueled him because mm-hmm. the guy just got after it, totally yeah. after it that whole year, and then came with a full tank to just, you know, be his best self. So yeah. uh, I'm. I think it's much better for the student athlete. I oh, mean, yeah, you can't even it. argue against it, right? If the coaches can leave, no mm-hmm. problem. You're supposed to make this decision as a 17 year old kid where you're going to go, spend those years. Yep. Coaches get fired, hired. Mm-hmm. Things change. They're recruiting multiple punters and multiple linebackers. Yep. You should go where you can play. You should go where you are valued. Mm-hmm. And if that changes, that changes. So I think it's a great thing. It creates drama like right. today. It makes it interesting. Feels more a little like free agency. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go too far. But I think it's a net benefit for, for college football. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I love the transfer portal. You know, just like you elite, alluded to, coaches can leave whenever they want. You know, and um, the backlash used to always be like, man, this player is, like, turning his back on the university. Sure. And I would see people, like, tweeting at these kids and saying, like, you made a commitment. And it's like, did this grown, like, 40-year-old man not make the same commitment to these kids? Because what people don't realize is that these coaches are coming into these kids' houses. You know, they're talking yeah. to your parents. They're telling your parents, Absolutely. I'm going to take care of your uh, of your kid. Especially, yeah. you know, I just think about myself. Like, my parents were had to be okay with handing me off, you know, 20 hours away from home to some men that they met only a, a few times. And, you know, Coach Anderson, that staff recruited me, and they were gone. You know, they left like a, probably like a month before signing day. And it's like, how can you even, how can you even ask that of a of a 17, 18, 19 year old kid? And also, like, man, sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. Like, you might have been the guy, or even like Nakia's situation. Like, yeah. it was almost set up for him to be the guy, and then we get some younger backs that come in and establish themselves. And it's like, man, you're in a tough spot. At the end of the day, you need to think about yourself right. and you need to do your future. Real. Exactly. Yeah, that's and, right. that's, and that's a good part of the, yeah, of the oh, transfer yeah. portal. I'm Alex Ruff alongside former Badgers Brad Nortman, Chris Orr with me. We're live at Tanner's in Middleton. As we continue to react to the Badgers' 17-14 to loss to Washington State at Camp Randall this afternoon. Uh, but I'll tell you something that's very good, and that would be Everlight Solar. Save money, save the planet. It's simple. Ditch your energy bill. Make the switch over to Everlight Solar. Electricity prices just keep on rising, and Everlight Solar will give you the chance to take ownership of your power while also reducing your carbon footprint. As a local company based out of Madison, they will be there with you every step of the way as you make the switch to solar. To learn more about how you can save money and save the planet, check out everlightsolar.com. That's everlightsolar.com for Everlight Solar. Tweets of the game. That's a fun segment. Chris, we did it last week. Yeah. I bet it'll be a lot more chaotic than last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get into those next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Son, 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 son. You're gonna grow up, you're gonna get 
ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day rolling on live from Tanners in Middleton. Alex Stroh, former Badgers, Chris Orr, Brad Nortman with you until 8 o'clock as we continue to react to Wisconsin's 17-14 loss tonight to Washington State at Camp Randall Stadium. We're brought to you in part by Canopy Wealth Management. Jump around is a tradition for your Wisconsin Badgers, but at Canopy they also carry a long-standing tradition of working in the best interest of their clients every single day. They're rooted in the community, which is why they partner with Gildas Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. They're a fiduciary, which means they strive to work in the best interest of your clients, providing you with the tools and resources you need to achieve your goals. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. All right, fellas. Uh, it, it, we, we've all given our analysis initially yeah. of the loss. It's time to hear what the trolls are saying. It's time to hear some tweets of the game. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I often call Twitter a cesspool. I imagine that was the case with a lot of Wisconsin Badgers fans oh, yeah. uh, this afternoon as yeah. they fall to Washington State in week two. Each week, our producer extraordinaire, Hunter Vaughn, goes through Twitter, finds the strangest, funniest, weirdest, outrageous, hilarious, again, tweets he can find. He reads them to us. We give him a thumbs up or we give him a thumbs down. Hunter, the tweets of the game are? We're going to go two directions. Negative first, and then we'll turn it around and talk about some positive I things. I love ending on a positive note. Yeah, You're the just man. Just to put some smiles on our faces. I love it. I love it. Let's, is, let's start negative. Starting out with, this is not the real famous Steve-O, but Steve-O tweeted, how many times do we poop the bed, didn't use poop, against inferior teams before it's not overreacting? Uh, that's a thumbs up for me. Uh, I agree. I mean, I mean, look, it, 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 we were talking about it in the break. Uh, Chris, I actually think you have a fun story about the 2018 BYU game yep. that we were talking about, right? Like, there has been, and I read the stat earlier, which is fascinating. Brad and I both got a kick out of it. The Badgers have been 17-point favorites in three games they've lost in the last five years. Mm. At least 17-point favorites. Mm. That's an incredible stat. So it's a fair point. I'll give that tweet a thumbs up. Brad, we'll go to you next. I'd say that's fair. Um, in a game like this, look, we were just talking that it's Washington State. You know, this is still capable opponent. However, we can all agree Wisconsin is the superior opponent. I even feel like the small areas where we didn't win, penalties and, um, and uh, turnovers, I feel like it shouldn't matter. I feel like we should impose our will so much so that it doesn't matter. Maybe keeps it closer than it should have been, but a victory nonetheless. So I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm going to be the odd man out, man. I'm going to go thumbs down. Man. <laughs> you, you always do on the tweets, don't you? I don't you? like anybody talking about my badges, man. But only reason I'm going to go thumbs down is because I guess the last part that he said, like before we start panicking, is, I'm like, man, there's no need to panic. First of all, sure. this is week two of the season. So, like, relax. There's ten more games. Second of sure. all, second of all, like, Man, it doesn't matter who you're playing. I wouldn't say that. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter who you're playing. But you're playing another Power 5 team. Like, these are capable players. Like, one of our better players is our Pac-12 transfers. Like, we, we saw three Pac-12 transfers That's on our team true. make big plays today. Absolutely you know, Moy true. had a sack. Jay Shaw had the pick, even though he fumbled it. And K. Lou made a big catch down the sideline. It's like, these are capable players. These are capable guys. Like, I think that people get lost in the illusion of chasing ghosts, essentially. Like, 
people start playing the 2009 Alabama when it's like you have no idea what the 2022 Alabama is going to look like. Or you're playing the 2021 Washington State Cougars and the 2022 Washington State Cougars are probably a little different. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason I'm going to go thumbs down. There's definitely no need to start any type of panic or even think about it. It's week two, man. I will say the best point you made there mm-hmm. is is the Pac-12 transfers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a very capable conference. Yep. It's a Power 5 conference for a reason. These yep. teams are not, no slouches, right? Like, last week, Chris, we were talking about the mm-hmm. FCS's Illinois yep. State. It's a little bit different than the yeah, Pac-12's Washington different. State, yep. right? But I will push back on this, and, and, and it's the fact, essentially, that why not hit the panic button Fans are coming from a very different perspective than you, Chris, right? Sure. Like, fans want to be in the college football playoffs. For sure. And this essentially eliminates Wisconsin from the college football playoffs. I don't know, man. If they beat Ohio State twice, then obviously we're, we're, we're singing a different tune. I don't know. You got to go to September 24th, though. You got to win that game. Yeah, oh, yeah. And you got to win next week's game, and you got to win the week after that, and the week after mm-hmm. that, and the week after that, and the week after that. Yep. And I could say that six more times, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, so I get your point. But a week two loss against what I still believe is a lesser opponent. Still True. frustrating. So I understand why they'd send it in the moment. But I, I, great, great point on the Pac-12 stuff. What's next, Hunter? We're going to go positive right away. Just oh, nice. I didn't like all that negative talk. <laughs> it just go. made me Here feel icky. Uh, Evan Flood icky. tweeted, big throw by Graham Merckx to pick up the a first down on third and 14. Last year, a couple of bad plays in a row would have really bothered him and affected the next throw. Not there. I mean, I imagine this will be a unanimous thumbs up. Thumbs up. I yeah. mean, I thought Graham oh, yeah. did great today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was really encouraged by his play. And the, the throws he made, not easy throws, yeah. right? Doing out routes oh, yeah. and seam routes. I mean, those are not easy throws to make. And when he has the comfort, we all kind of said, like, let's just build his confidence. Let's mm-hmm. hit um, easy completions, right? When we see Graham Mertz throwing the ball downfield, that's positivity in my opinion, right? That is a confident throw of the football. And he, he put it on the money. So yeah. I, I – Thumbs up big time there. That's a huge silver lining of today. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I will say this. We talked about it in the pregame show, Brad, uh, you know, stacking good performances. Graham did that. He stacked good performances. He was good last week. He was good again this week. But it's going to get overshadowed by the fact that they lost today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 the only thing it'll be, be overshadowed by, which is unfortunate because Graham did play well today. It's a thumbs up for me as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going thumbs up as well. Um, I think that people forget that Graham Mertz is one of the best quarterbacks coming out in this class. Mm-hmm. You know, people forget that because, you know, we were talking last week, and I'm like, it's different playing in a pro-style scheme versus when you compare him to – Guys playing under, you know, Lincoln Riley in, in his scheme. Like, everything's so spread out. It's completely different. Guys are tagged. He has to get to the line of scrimmage, make a check, and then read the safeties on the move. And sometimes he's blind for a couple seconds because of the play action. And what he saw from the safety rotation completely, completely, completely different once he gets his eyes back around. So I think it's really tough to be a pro-style quarterback because we truly make all our quarterbacks play quarterback. Yeah, right. no doubt. That's right. It's not just going to happen. You're playing quarterback just how you will on the next level. I think Graham has been playing great this season. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that, that is that is one positive, as Hunter wants to get a positive thing. The positive actually has been Graham Hurts through the first two weeks. I would say he maybe has been the biggest positive for this yeah. Wisconsin team, yeah. yep. given our expectations coming into the season. So uh, it's a thumbs up for me. A thumbs up both the tweets so far, Hunter. I'm usually not this positive. What do we got <laughs> next, positive or negative? Well, this was a positive tweet, but I get – I was accused of something with this tweet, and I Uh-oh. wanted to address it. I tweeted on that touchdown throw, the first one to Cundiff, that throw—that that is a throw that Mertz doesn't make last year. 
at Graham Mertz is the most accurate Twitter handle of 2022. And someone accused me of saying that I'm the one that runs that account. Oh, the someone you're referring to is me. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, Graham Mertz is good. Chris, we talked about this last week. I don't know if you were with us. for Yeah, you worked with us for Tweets of the Week last week. So he brought up the Graham Mertz is good Twitter account. I will say, Hunter's been a, a longtime Graham Mertz supporter. I was a little up and down on him last year. Mostly down, I'll admit it. I like Graham. I think he's a really cool dude, really nice dude. Um, oozes confidence. Thinks he think he is a college quarterback, right? Like that's that's the aura I get from Graham Mertz. Uh, but yeah, Hunter, you've always been high on him. You're even more high on high on him after those two performances. Graham Mertz is good. Do you run the account or not? You said I accused you. Am I right <laughs> on that accusation? You are 1,000% wrong. Oh. Uh, I don't run that account. It had 14 followers. It had 14 followers when I looked, and you were one of them. So I felt like I had a 1 in 14 chance to be right on that. Yeah, you had good odds, but no, I didn't. I'm not that creative to come up with a burner account like that. You have a burner account, though, don't you? I will neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Brad Nortman, do you have a burner account on any social media? I do not. Chris Orr, do you have a burner account out there? Not at all. Are you saying? Are you both saying no because you don't want to admit it, or are you saying no because you actually don't? No, because that's too much work. Yeah, I couldn't imagine <laughs> any more exposure to social media. That's fair. I, I also I, I, I started a uh, burner account, but I never used it. Yeah. The only thing I ever tweeted on said burner account was, and I quote, "Really have the urge to make a PowerPoint presentation right now." <laughs> wow. That was the only. T- I was. I, it You're was about so four cool. a.m. It was about a four a.m. Drank a lot of Coors Lights that night. Made a joke about a PowerPoint presentation. Don't even remember the username to the burner account. Um, I, I anticipated making one. Didn't end up doing it. Well, I made one. Didn't end up using it. So there's my story on burner accounts. One more, Hunter. We got one more? Yeah, this one is from Tanner. It's either Nestle or Nestel. I don't know how to ever pronounce that word. That's fine. But he said, Badgers convert third and 14 through the air. Am I dreaming? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give it my chuckle. I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's something fair to say. I would say <laughs> that, you know, even just, you know, we talked about this last week. Like, schematically, we're not built to be behind the chains. Yeah. We're a team that you want to stay ahead of the chains, and typically when we're behind, we're not converting. But, man, he made some big-time throws today. I think he did. his best throw, He it was an amazing throw. He had seven yes. route. To Clay in the end zone, yeah, was a beautiful throw. Like that was a pro throw. People don't realize that that was an NFL throw right there. Yeah, no, I, I mean, straight up, like that was a throw where he had pressure coming. Cundiff mm-hmm. uh, was covered. Yeah, mm-hmm. he placed it in the exact spot mm-hmm. it needed to go. Yeah, and Cundiff made the catch yep. in, to his credit. But no, Mertz, Mertz made that that first touchdown pass you're referring to, Chris was as as good as we've seen Graham Mertz throw a football oh, yeah. maybe ever in this game. Oh, yeah. and, and that's not a knock on Graham necessarily, but, like, it was that good of a pass yep, exactly. where it gets, it gets that much credit. But, Brad, your thoughts? I, I mean, I would say third and 14 is hard for any offense, right? No matter who you are, what you are, who you're playing against, that's a hard conversion. So I don't know if that makes me thumb up or thumb down it, but I'm just going to say that whether it be Wisconsin converting that or Washington State, Alabama or Northern uh, or, uh, Illinois State, Third and 14 is a very challenging down and distance to go get. So oh, yeah. um, I think you appreciate it every time you can get it. It's exactly why Wisconsin's game plan tries to prevent those. You're going to find yourself in those no matter what. 
But to minimize those, that, that is the, the point of good, smart coaching when we can usually avoid that kind of thing. So yep. not easy for anyone. And, and honestly, too, just playing quarterback is hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I do easy. not envy uh, any quarterback or Graham Mertz or whoever. It is a hard, hard position to play. Oh, yeah. And no doubt about it. That's why uh, I wear a microphone, and I do not uh, wear a jersey with a single digit on it. That is, uh, that is about how that goes. Uh, I will say, though, you bring up, uh, what was it, third and 13, third and 14? Yeah, it's my third Whatever 14. it was. Uh, yeah, that that's that's a tough down to convert, but I'm just going to upset the Packers fans listening when I say fourth and 26. Anyway, oh uh, Liberty Station American <laughs> Tavern and Smokehouse isn't just a barbecue restaurant. They have fish fries, walleye, and vegetarian options available, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats daily with a 1,000-gallon custom smoker. That's a lot of gallons. A 1,000-gallon custom smoker, giving you the freshest experience possible. Enjoy happy hour with daily discounts on both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft taps and multiple TVs to watch the big game. Also got a sprawling, that's a great word, sprawling patio, both indoor and outdoor porch area. Be sure to mention this. Cheers to Bucky. That's cheers to Bucky. You'll get 15% off your food at Liberty Station off the Beltline on Rimrock Road. That's cheers to Bucky for 15% off all food at Liberty Station American Tavern and Smokehouse. We've got to give out game balls, which is weird to do in a loss. But we got to do it. So we're going to do it next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day live from Tanner's in Middleton. One of the loudest football stadiums in America when the Badgers score. Mertz trying to do just that. Game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. ESPN Wisconsin College game day rolling on. We're live at Tanner's in Middleton after the Badgers fall tonight. Woof. 17 to 14 to Mich- Michigan State. Where did that come from? Washington Don't State. Speak, man, you speaking stuff into existence. <laughs> you got to stop. Chris <laughs> might knock me out before the show yeah. is over. He's Chris Orr, Brad Nortman, Alex Stroke with you. I got to tell you about our friends over at Celebrations Entertainment because planning any event can be stressful. Uh, in fact, let me, let me ad lib. Planning any event is stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer. I got $5 over here. I don't know why I went British there. <laughs> we'll be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories to have your guests say it was the best party ever. Visit their website, celebrationsentertainment.com. That's celebrationsentertainment.com. It's hard to do in a loss. But we're going to do it anyway. It's time to give out game balls here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Who outshined the rest? Time for the guys to give out their game balls. It is time to give out game balls. 
Hey, guys, I'm going to open it up. Typically, we try to focus on Wisconsin. If you want to give a game ball to the winning team tonight, I'll allow it. I'm going to break the rules. I'm going to pass it off to Chris Orr. He was in the building. He was out the game. He's in the locker room. I imagine you're, you're a Wisconsin guy. Dude, you bleed red. I know you already bleed red. <laughs> but you bleed extra, like, cardinal red. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. So g- give out a game ball for me. Who are you giving the game ball to? Um... I think it's easy to go Graham, and he, he rightfully deserves one. Totally. I, I know one of you. I hope one of you give it to him because I'm going to go defense. I'm going to go with uh, Moy Latu. Oh. I think he played a, a really strong game. Uh, he had one play that just wasn't his best, but, man, he is a fiery player. He was in that quarterback's face all night. All night. He, he hit the QB a few times, got one sack, uh, made a big, big crucial play as a gunner on punt, which is not an easy job. <laughs> And I'm going to go with Moy for sure. Cool. Give me some love. Brad Nortman, your game ball? I'm going to have to go with the softball to Graham Mertz. There we go. And, look, the reality is he came in highly touted. And his talent is undeniable. You see flashes yeah. of it, and you're like, this guy is unbelievable. He can sling a football. And he has been one of the most scrutinized players in Wisconsin football history. That's a fact. No doubt. And I think that he has taken that and matured and improved and sharpened his game. And I think we're seeing the fruition of it now. So, uh, I'm going to give it to Graham Mertz, and I will love to see that keep on going. If that can be the case, we have a bright future and a bright season. That's two weeks in a row Graham Mertz gets a game ball. I gave it to him last week uh, because I was wrong about Graham Mertz. I, I'm always the first to admit when I'm wrong, man. And I was wrong earlier today joking about the Nakia Watson revenge game because <laughs> Nakia Watson scored two touchdowns and led Washington State to a victory as Nakia Watson uh, obviously transfers from Wisconsin to Washington State. It's his quote-unquote revenge game in Madison today and boy he did not let that opportunity slip he was terrific honestly wish he was on our side tonight man that was one of those nights where you're like damn it I wish he wouldn't have left uh so I will give my game ball to a cougar tonight uh, and that will be Nakia Watson who's also a badger I mean he played he played at Wisconsin for a few seasons so my game ball will go to Nakia Watson uh Hunter Ron we've got a few extra uh seconds here why didn't why did you give out a game ball you got anybody in mind that we missed maybe that you'd like to give a game ball to an honorary game ball doesn't mean anything but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it so because we already picked Graham Mertz I'm going to go with a coach going defensive coordinator for the Cougars Brian Ward that game plan for the defense was just so perfect they knew they were undersized and they were moving all over the place before the snap and as soon as the ball was snapped totally. and it just the o-line couldn't handle it for wisconsin it was a brilliant game plan yeah no you're totally right but hunter if we're going coaches don't we have to give it to the washington state head coach mr dickert jake dickert i'm never else? gonna give a game ball to someone that went to point ever <laughs> will not do it that's a fair point but jake dickert the only reason i'm giving him credit chris is because he is a uw stevens point alum as am i so okay. we're, 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 we're fellow alma maters of UWSP. It's the only reason I'd even bring them up. Uh, and I mentioned it earlier, that's the only positive I could take away from this game because as a UWSP alum, I like seeing others succeed, uh, except when it's against my Badgers, man. Yeah, that man. Tough I don't, I don't know how you're doing that. Uh, that's the only reason, right? Like if the guy was a Wisconsin <laughs> alum, he'd probably be like, yeah, good for him, but damn it, we still lost. But uh, nonetheless... Fun stuff, uh, not so much as the Badgers fall. Tonight we're live at Tanner's in Middleton, East Chris Orr, Brad Nortman, Alex Strofe with you. There's big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers, and big just got even bigger with starting pay at Stoughton Trailers. Now $18 per hour at a minimum. Hundreds of immediate openings in both Evansville 
and Stoughton and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities for open positions, which include assemblers, welders, and more. Go to stojobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Man, oh, man. Tough loss tonight for the Wisconsin Badgers. We will close out our reaction. <sighs> I'm still frustrated. Next, it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Against Washington State and Chris... You're a defensive guy. You're still involved in the program. Would love to hear your thoughts on, on Torchio's comments there. Essentially, and we need to be better all around. Yeah, I mean, he hit the nail right on the head. Like, you just need to improve. There was some, some of their explosive plays, like I was talking about earlier, just came down to bad tackling. Guys lunging too early, not bringing their feet to the tackle, which also will come with a little more experience. Like we said, especially their defense is really young. And, and inexperienced, um, they'll they'll gain that and get better and better, man. This this team has, this team is loaded with a lot of potential. They just need to put it together, and I, I think that'll come with experience. But yeah, I think I think what Torch said is is true. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean of course it is. After a loss, you need to be yeah. better. I mean, oh, yeah. yes, that's absolutely true. Uh, Brad, I'll ask you this as, as we kind of wrap up our coverage going forward. How does this team? overcome such a brutal loss so early on in the season because you, you we always talk about having short memories as athletes mm -hmm. right like you got to have a short memory if you're a quarterback that if you threw if you threw a bad throw last yep. play got to forget about it right yep. so how do you forget about this loss moving in to new mexico state last next week rather well it won't be easy um i i said it from the get-go that these guys are feeling more pain than we are um i know what that's like chris knows what that's like it is not a good feeling so I think what they can do is they can learn from it. Film tomorrow will be painful. And and they can what they can do next week and going forward is take that pain out on somebody else. Um, they need to trust that they are a good football team. And they prove they're a good football team, right? We, like, we are a good football team. Yeah. Um, then they need they need to have confidence in that and play free and play confident. And and honestly at this point, play with a reckless abandon, play with nothing to lose. I think that's what's most frustrating for them, for us, is that we want to live in that top tier of college football, right? We want to be yeah. that. We want to be top eight. And a loss like this is a hard pill to swallow to maybe think, like, maybe we aren't there yet, which is very frustrating. But you got to look at the positives. I said from the start that um, I still love me some Paul Christ. I still love As me the should. coaching staff. I, I, I think we, it is all in the room. Um, and we got to look at the positives, and there are some programs that wish they were Wisconsin football, right? So you got to stay positive, and um, the whole year's ahead of us. Just like when you go to, let's say, Ohio State and pull a big upset that way, players and coaches contributed. In a loss like this, players and coaches contributed. So, No yeah. doubt about it. He's Brad Norman, Chris Orr, both former Badgers, both former Carolina Panthers, yeah. who may become my yeah. – the Carolina Panthers may just become my favorite team in the NFL, they but they can't work. become my favorite team overall because my favorite team overall is the team at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella's wide range of beautiful wood designs can be painted, stained, or unfinished to complement any decor, all with superior craftsmanship, leaving no hassle or mess, just perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest for up to 24 months. And that expires at the end of the month. So go put no money down, make no payments, and be charged zero interest for two years. 
but you got to do it by the end of the month at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Certain restrictions do apply. See showroom for details. Uh, you got 60 seconds, guys. Carolina Panthers. You're both Car- former <laughs> Carolina Panthers. They open the season tomorrow mm-hmm. against the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, mm-hmm. playing his former team. How are we feeling? I know you guys are both Panthers guys. Panthers Post start your win, NFL man. careers. Of course. I'm going Panthers win, man. Panther, Panthers win. Panthers at home for oh, yeah. sure. I think Baker's going to be lit on fire for it. Oh, yeah. oh no doubt. Oh, yeah. I think the Panthers are a little bit better than people realize. And I yep. think the Browns are not quite as good as people realize. Yep. I totally agree with that. Um, so I think they'll come out tomorrow. And I just and man, if it's if it's a draw, if it's 50-50, Carolina Panthers win. I, I just hope they, <laughs> I, I just hope the Panthers elevate you both. I don't know that sad contracts work, but I just hope you're starting punting tomorrow. You're starting an outside linebacker. Like, let's get the ball. Boys back at oh, back yeah. in Charlotte. Chris, I think we could pull it off, don't you? Oh, yeah. We can oh, yeah. We get one game. Yeah. Nah, against the Browns, they're not very good right now, <laughs> nonetheless. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It's presented by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, choose the beer that's as cold as the Rocky Mountains. Cold filter, cold lager, and cold package for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy a delicious Coors Light. All right, last thoughts on the Badgers, guys. We've got less than two minutes to wrap up our coverage live from Tanners and Middleton here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Uh, Badgers lose tonight 17-14. to I feel a lot better. i got to be honest. I, I love doing this post-game show because I just get all the bad juju out, and then I'm on to next week. you got to work through it. It's like therapy, yeah. right? you got to work yeah. right this through it. The, this is straight-up therapy. <laughs> yeah, talk through I imagine yeah. the same for you, Brad. Oh, we're yeah. just, we've, been, we've been talking Badgers lost the last two-plus hours. Like <laughs> I feel better now because yeah. we, we've established they are a good team. I feel better. Yes, I feel better, too. I think uh, I'm optimistic going forward. I hope they play free. I hope they play clean. And um, I think it's going to be an all right year. I think it's going to be an all right year as well. Chris, oh, yeah, yeah. your it's, final thoughts. It's going to be a good year, man. They're going to take it out on New Mexico State. No, that's that's going to be a team that leaves here in a lot of pain. And I think I think they're going to hit a hot streak for sure. I do too. He's Chris Orr, Brad Norman. A big thanks to those guys. A big thanks to Hunter Vaughn for running the show tonight. I'm Alex Stroke. This has been ESPN Wisconsin Live from Tanner's in Middleton.